This is the day that all Irish Americans share their common heritage. It is also a day when just about everyone gets a little Irish feeling. One of the great things in my life has been the opportunity to see the Irish of this country use the power of the ballot box to pull themselves up, to join the front ranks of every profession and every walk of life. And that's what House Speaker Tip O'Neill told a St. Patrick's Day dinner in his honor, March 17, 1986. For St. Patrick's Day this year, the C-SPAN Podcast Weekly returns to the Washington Hilton for that salute to Tip O'Neill. It was nearly 40 years ago, but it remains one of the most legendary St. Patrick's Day political events C-SPAN has covered. 1986, after 50 years in American politics, including 10 years as Speaker of the House of Representatives, Tip O'Neill was retiring. A Democrat from Massachusetts, Speaker O'Neill also was a proud Irish American. So it made sense to hold a huge and bipartisan St. Patrick's Day dinner in his honor, a 2,000-person fundraiser for charity that cost $1,000 a plate. The dinner attracted a who's who of 1986 Washington. Chief Justice Warren Burger. Senator Bob Dole, Senator Robert Byrd, former Vice President Walter Mondale, House Republican Leader Bob Michael, former House Speaker Carl Albert, whom Tip O'Neill succeeded in 1977, plus businessmen Lee Iacocca and Duane Andreas, who spoke. Other speakers, Senator Ted Kennedy, comedian Bob Hope, and two presidents. But first, Garrett Fitzgerald, Prime Minister of Ireland. I am honored to have been invited as head of the Irish government to join with you in paying tribute to Speaker O'Neill. I'm very conscious of the fact that this is an American domestic political occasion. (laughs) Indeed, earlier today on the Hill, I met someone who asked, what's a foreigner doing speaking at that dinner tonight for the Speaker? I was puzzled. The President looks Irish enough to me. The Speaker is Irish. Senator Kennedy is Irish. And it struck me. He was referring to Bob Hope. (laughs) A young, um, unknown English comedian um, hired for the evening. (laughs) We'll get to Bob Hope in a moment. But up next, that Monday night in 1986, paying tribute to the retiring Democratic speaker, a Republican, wearing a green shamrock on his lapel, here is President Ronald Reagan. Ladies and gentlemen... I want to begin tonight by saying how touched I am to know that Tip wanted me here this evening. (laughs) Why, he even called me himself last week and said, Mr. President, make sure you don't miss the dinner Tuesday night. (laughs) But to be honest, I've always known that Tip was behind me. Even even it was only at the State of the Union address. As I made each proposal, I could hear Tip whispering to the George Bush, forget it, no way. Fat chance. I think it was inevitable, though, that there'd be a standoff between us. Imagine one Irishman trying to corner another Irishman in the Oval Office. (laughs) But despite all this, Tip wanted me here. 
He said that since it was March 17th, it was only fitting that someone dropped by who actually had known St. Patrick. (laughs) And that's true, Tip. I did know St. Patrick. In fact, we both changed to the same political party at about the same time. President Reagan followed the Irish jokes with words of bipartisanship and friendship. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you know Tip and I have been kidding each other for some time now. And I hope you also know how much I hope this continues for many years to come. A little kidding is, after all, a sign of affection. The sort of things that friends do to each other. And Mr. Speaker, I'm grateful you have permitted me in the past and I hope in the future that singular honor the honor of calling you my friend. I think the fact of... I think the fact of our friendship is testimony to the political system that we're part of and the country we live in. A country which permits two not-so-shy and not-so-retiring Irishmen to have it out on the issues rather than on each other or their countrymen. Speaker O'Neill thanked President Reagan this way. Your charm, your humor, your wit. Sometimes when I get up in the morning, I said, don't let it get you, old boy. (laughs) You're a beautiful individual, Mr. President. Thank you for being here. Senator Ted Kennedy, Democrat from Massachusetts, introduced comedian Bob Hope. And now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, someone whose heart may be Republican, but we like to think his wit is Democratic, the funniest man in the world who has given America a million memories, Bob Hope. And here are some of the jokes told by the man whom Senator Kennedy described as the funniest in the world. Tip O'Neill has announced his retirement. He's going to ride off into the sunset. That should be a hell of a collision. Washington without Tip O'Neill, that's like Washington without the Lincoln Memorial, but less crowded. Then came Bob Hope's St. Patrick's Day material. I think it's in honor of Tip O'Neill that today is St. Patrick's Day. That's Irish, for now comes Miller time. You have to wear green on that day or a leprechaun will bite you. And that's dangerous because these guys only come up this high. It's the one day of the year Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill congratulate each other for being sons of Ireland, which is a switch on what they usually call each other. (laughs) But it's great that St. Patrick's Day comes before April 15th. We get one last look at the green before the government grabs it. Bob Hope also went topical with this reference in an event where Massachusetts was well represented to the loser of the 1986 Super Bowl. And Tip has always been a strong voice for the underdog, the poor, the unemployed, the New England Patriots. (laughs) Somebody asked the Patriots if they would go for drug testing. They said, hell yeah, we'll test any drug you have. (laughs) 
Tip is already planning a new, uh, new career. NBC is taking him to Florida to fill a documentary about his golf game. It'll be called Miami Slice. You heard earlier President Reagan make a joke about Speaker O'Neill at the State of the Union address, sitting next to Vice President George H.W. Bush. Bob Hope also made a State of the Union joke. The House of Representatives has never seen a more dedicated speaker. He lobbied, he cajoled, he got things done, and somehow, somehow managed to sit through nine State of the Union addresses without falling asleep. Former President Gerald Ford also went with the State of the Union and Vice President Bush premise. Tip is one of the most powerful men on Capitol Hill. We all know he's Speaker of the House. He's the uh, highest official and the chief spokesman for the Democratic Party. And beyond that, Tip is known and loved by literally millions of Americans as the man who talks to George Bush while the president is delivering his State of the Union message. And President Ford talked bipartisanship. What did this Republican who played football without his helmet from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and this Democratic Irish thug from Boston (laughs) understand about one another that others around both of us didn't understand? Well, Mr. Speaker, maybe that's the very best thing we did with our 64 years in this community. Let them figure it out. After all, they should have had some of the fun that we had together and some of the same basic understandings of how our political system works in this country, that we can disagree without being disagreeable. Speaker Tip O'Neill spoke last, and we pick up with what Speaker O'Neill was discussing when we opened this podcast. One of the great things in my life has been the opportunity to see the Irish of this country use the power of the ballot box to pull themselves up, to join the front ranks of every profession and every walk of life. And over the years, I have seen many other groups in the country follow the same path. They too have used their political strength to force open the doors of opportunity and advancement. To me, the American Revolution did not end with the battles waged on Bunker Hill, or in Saratoga, or even Yorktown. Our whole American history has been a 200-year struggle to strengthen and enlarge the benefits of democratic freedom. And now, our bonus clip. We've heard jokes, we've heard friendship, and we've heard about politics in 1986. Now, we end this podcast noting something else St. Patrick's Day is often associated with drinking. Here again is Tip with a tip. This is a St. Patrick's Night, and on St. Patrick's Night, we like to have a little fun. And I understand there's some bars back there, and they're going to be open. Now, I understand some of the people have to catch planes. In about 10 minutes, we're going to have Tom Maker and the, uh, and the Clancy brothers come out here, and we're going to have an Irish party. Okay? Thank you, one and all. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. There's lots more St. Patrick's Day events to watch and lots more Tip O'Neill, including day one of C-SPAN's house coverage, 44 years ago this week, March 19, 1979, 
when Tip O'Neill was presiding as House Speaker. And there's even more Bob Hope appearances. As Bob Hope might say, thanks, C-SPAN Video Library, for the memory. Now, thank you for listening. Happy searching and happy St. Patrick's Day.